This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Skeptical Skeptics Podcast. I'm your host, RJ Metzger. And I'm Rachel Metzger. And we're on episode 33. So... This week, we still have some call-outs because we were not as effective last week at recording as many days in a row as we wanted to. So there has been a week in between. And the people that have reached out in the last few days are Alex Garcia from Instagram, Caravan Frizzle. I really hope that I said your name right. I also really like the last name Frizzle because it reminds me of the Magic School Bus. And Which is one of the best shows of all time. Yes. We also got your story. Um, it is in time, definitely, which we'll get to in a minute. But everybody send us your scary stories like Caravan. Thank you, Caravan. I really hope I'm saying your name right. Steven Sorensen, Steven Sorensen, who also provided us a story to research. So excited to do that. And then Justin Carl, we appreciate your recommendation on Facebook. So thank you all for reaching out. Also, Bobby Nichols, we may have called you out last week, but I was too lazy to go check. So I'm just going to double check that we said your name by saying it right now. Bobby Nichols. Thank you. That's all I got, really. Um, oh, still going to do the listener story episode when I get back from Denver. So in a couple weeks from now, meaning. Oh, and by now, I mean real time, not when you guys hear this. So <laughs> about a week or so from when you guys hear this, we will be recording that episode. So you still have some time uh, to get us your story. So please, the voicemail number is 361-233-2853, 361-233-2853. We'll put it on our social media again. Go ahead and leave us a voicemail. Write us an email at skepticalskeptics.gmail. Nope. That's not how you read an email address. <laughs> <laughs> skepticalskeptics at gmail.com. Uh, that's skepticalskeptics at gmail.com. It's also on our website. You can link to that. Our website is skepticalskeptics.com. And then we are at SkepSkepPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So get a hold of us any way, shape, or form. And we'd love to have your story on the listener story episode. And also just get a hold of us so you can be part of the drawing and we can shout out your name and you can be part of this Appreciate You segment. Mm, I hate that name. <laughs> I know you do. But it is what it is because we appreciate them. There you go. We're grateful to them. How about that? There you go. New words. Yep. Love it. Anyway... So, what are you talking about this week, Rachel? Wait, what about in the news? Oh, in the news, China's Navy is also seeing UFOs. So, what? we've been talking about the U.S. Navy and how not only have we had these recent, like, releases of stories, but also videos accompanying them. Well, China's having kind of their same thing. However, they seem to be about two decades behind in the sense of... They're still writing it off as like it could have been a missile, could have been this, could have been that um, and not really like giving many details. So they're back to where we were as far as uh, this. But they actually have a quote from an official saying this is, you know, pretty run in the mill. We see UFOs all the time. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. There should be a lot more information about them. But of course, it's China. They're even more tight than we are. So we'll see if that ever happens. But yeah, so it's not just our Navy um, that the good old little green men are checking out. If it is, in fact, them. I mean, because unlike what most movies show us, if that kind of stuff's happening, it's not just happening here. Right. Right. Yep. So China, look out if you are a Chinese Navy person listening to our podcast. I don't know what they call them. Someone in the Navy. Navy. In China. Navy person. Anyway. 
you're starting, so I'll give a preview yep. about what I'm talking about. So I'm going to be talking about the Mandela effect, which if you've heard of it, then we're just going to give our spin on it. So hopefully you enjoy that. If you haven't heard of it, it is one of the more like jaw dropping things, because I guarantee at least one of these things you'll kind of fall into. Um, so, yeah, if you've heard about it, then just enjoy the way we talk about it. But if you haven't, then prepare to have your mind blown. And I am going to be talking about Mercy Brown. Which I don't know did buck us about good so. i'm glad it's a pretty interesting story so as we all know in the 1800s tuberculosis was huge right because people were disgusting yep super popular but also something that we may not think about as much as like which is obviously we know but i didn't really think about this before we're saying anti-vaxxers i'm sure it'll come back oh no so get ready oh, for that no. reunion tour oh well this is one difference they're gonna be like you know what what doesn't help is uh not vaccine vaccines don't help no let's everybody move to dry weather again let's do that oh and let's group them all up into hospitals instead of doing vaccines mm. i can't do that right now i just deal with that it's just gonna make me angry <laughs> so um one thing that would make us different though about the difference between back then and now is they really had no understanding of like diseases and how they spread the fact that they were basically just disgusting people doing real disgusting things and then wondering, why am I sick all the time? Um, well, that was like, I think cholera was just their shit. I can't curse anymore because we're on Canadian radio. I will bleep that out. But they're pooping in their own water and then drinking and it. Drinking it and drinking it, yeah. And they're wondering why everybody's dying from sickness. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it's all the same stuff. Like, because they just really, not only did they have no kind of understanding of hygiene they also there just was no science of how diseases spread so you have to think about it like when you watched all these people around you getting this disease it was really scary not just because they were getting a disease and dying but also because you didn't understand what was happening like and so of course back in the good old days what did, witches not witches this time not this time not Vampires. this time maybe Aha, Mercy Brown's a vampire. <laughs> yeah, they had to, it had to be some kind of um, paranormal supernatural, or yeah. supernatural thing, right? It couldn't just be, oh, we're filthy pigs. Um, so anyways, this story is in Rhode Island at the time, which obviously was a very cold place. So that's a big part of it, too, right? Tuberculosis not only was everywhere, but cold helped. Tuberculosis spread, not helped you, made it worse for you. Um so this story is about a family, the Brown family. It's George and his wife, Mary. Um, they were farmers in Rhode Island and they had three kids, two girls and a son. Um, they don't ever tell me what the oldest daughter's name is. So it's just oldest daughter. And then Jacqueline. OK, Jacqueline. And then Edwin is the son. And then Mer Mercy is their youngest daughter. Oh, I changed it. It's Edwina. No, I like Jacqueline better. OK, so in 1884, Mary and Jacqueline. Um, both died of tuberculosis. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. Um, and then from 1884 until 1891, everyone was really healthy, which is pretty good. Especially for the late 1800s. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with tuberculosis just exploding. Yeah, just down everywhere. Um, but then in 1891, their son Edwin did become sick. Aww. And as RJ said, he attempted to, he moved to a drier, warmer place because <laughs> in his eyes, that meant he would get healthy again. Although that's... Which it did work. I'm not saying it didn't. Okay. But not as well as they thought it would. Yeah. Um, not as well as vaccines. So on January 17th of 1892, while Edwin was gone off trying to be better, Mercy Brown 
died of the disease. So um, if we want to keep tally, George here has lost his wife, both daughters, and his son is sick. So he's sad. not only very sad, he's she's freaking out, right? He's like, what's happening? There's a plague on my family. And not he doesn't mean plague as in disease. He means plague as in evil. Um, so there was a folktale about these diseases at the time. Um, it was that when one family began to all waste away from consumption, it could be because one of the deceased is draining the life force of their re- living relatives, a.k.a. a vampire. So basically, people believe back then that any time that a, one family was dying off like this, it couldn't be because of spread of disease because they didn't understand that. It was because a vampire that was already dead was coming back to life. And this isn't like the 1400s. They did still have some understanding of this. I really think that not this well is, enough. Apparently, yeah, this is like pretty late for it to be a vampire thing. Agreed. It's um, awesome. Yeah. So but I mean, not for them. No, not but for all. us. But yeah. So at the time they believed that they would. They would not only were the vampires feeding, but specifically just on people who were already sick to make Mm -hmm. them worse and then die. So it wasn't even like the vampire. Oh, and also they believed that the vampire vampires would give them the disease by sucking Sucking the life force from them. Um, So the superstition claimed that, quote, some unexplained and unreasonable way in some part of the deceased relative's body live flesh and blood might be found, live flesh and blood might be found, which is supposed to feed on the living who are in feeble health. So in order to find out if this was happening on March 17th of 1892, George got a doctor and some locals to help exhume the bodies of all of his dead relatives, which would be pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, unsurprisingly, his wife and what's her name? Jaxalyn. Jaxalyn. The oldest daughter. Um, were, were skeletons, which makes a lot of sense. They died in 1884. It was now 1892. It's a long time. Um, Mercy, on the other hand, it had been nine weeks since she died, uh, looked basically the same, which at the time, like, they had, their embalming was not normal at the time for, like, everybody. It was a thing that only you like did. Like rich people. Yeah, or, yeah. like, for big, important people. Mm-hmm. Um, so normal families, they weren't doing this. So this was just her... This was just like her normal dead body. So after nine weeks of being underground and dead, having not been embalmed or preserved in any way, she seemed completely undecayed. Her skin was well preserved. Her hair. Was this in the winter? Yes. Okay. But still nine weeks. Her hair and nails had uh, had grown, according to George. Um, and she still had blood running through her veins. Okay. So quick thing there. So the reason why, you know, you know, the reason why it looks like hair and Nails yeah, grow. because your skin like goes back. It right? recedes. It yeah, recedes, you dehydrate, right. and so right. your skin recedes. So it makes it look like it grows. So also, um, according to them, which I this one it felt kind of iffy, but then I thought about the fact that like when people put someone in a casket, they put them on their back with their hands over their chest, right? That's and I think that's been a thing forever. Um, her body was in a different position than when they had buried her. Okay. Yeah. Um. Also, just to kind of give people a thing, I liked it a background. I looked around at decomposition, which not something I ever really wanted to look at. But um, in a casket, because a lot of them were like telling me about dead bodies just like left, like murdered and things like that. But this was actually in a casket, not embalmed. Most bodies by about a month have lost most of their skin. Um, and this was nine weeks. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
The doctor did say that some of this could be because she was buried in winter, which would make sense because yeah. it's more like a preserve you, but not yeah. like they were all still pretty shocked, including the doctor. He was all like this, you know, she didn't, she literally didn't look decayed at all. She looked the same. Um, so they decided she was the vampire, obviously. So per the ritual at the time to get rid of a vampire, her heart and liver were removed and burned before her body was reburied. Then they mixed the ashes of the organs with water and fed it to Edwin. And fed it, yeah. Poor Edwin. Um, this ritual was supposed to cure him since not only could she no longer feed on him, but also he got to feed off of her, mm-hmm. which would make him strong and no longer full of disease. Unfortunately, which, way, a nine week old human organ slushy well it was ashes still it's an ashes slushy which i'm not they still do this in like parts of romania i think too really yeah mm-hmm. there's like one specific village that still really believes in vampires so um even though they did all of this edwin still died a few months later shocker yeah um because you know what they didn't try vaccines <laughs> <laughs> or you know like clean living yeah well maybe he was by then but it was probably too late yeah. Um, so although like this, this like Mercy wasn't like an isolated thing. People had been doing this for a while. Um, kind of like you said, it was pretty late in the game. Like people believing that vampires were the reason for this had started in the early 1800s and had kind of cleared out. Um, also, it is one of the most well-documented ones that we've found since because it obviously stopped so long ago um at least here that i guess it was far enough and george and the doctor both kept such well good record of it that it's one of the best documented ones also um from all the documents they were given and things they were seeing no scientist has ever been able to explain exactly why she was in such good condition Mm -hmm. or why there was still blood like what where were they again rhode island that's pretty far north there was still blood. Hold on. Say I that told again. you that. Yeah. There was still blood inside of her body. Yeah. I don't know why. I just didn't In even hear that. In her veins, she had blood. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. That was one of the yeah, biggest. Yeah, I totally brushed over that. I know. I, I said, when I said I looked at you and you just had this normal look on your face and I was like, oh, I guess he doesn't think that's that big of a deal. You know, like in a sitcom, whenever you flash into someone's brain and there's just like something random going on. Yes. That must have been me. I always think of um in SpongeBob's brain. Yeah. I was probably looking at our audio quality. That Okay, so that is weird. That is super weird. Yeah. Liquid? Yes. So she wasn't even frozen? No. Okay, hold up now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is weird. I know. Nine weeks, over two months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No embalming, no nothing. No, because they didn't do that back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. They didn't, and they, they specifically didn't afford it. No, I mean, they were farmers. And tuberculosis was so big at the time. I think there were so many deaths happening. Yeah. It wasn't. Okay. Yeah. That's got me. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So either she was a vampire or she was jelly lady, like preservative girl. Either which way. This is very weird. Maybe. But I just I the weird part to me is just the fact that like it's all of it mixed together. It's the fact that she had blood, but also she just looked normal. just like a normal person. Like, well, and the body was in a different position. That's odd, too. Yeah. I mean, there's always a chance that they like jumbled her when they were putting her in <laughs> or when they were getting her back out. Not with not with like rigor mortis, you wouldn't think. Well, yeah, but I mean, like not that her legs would bend and stuff. I just mean, like, maybe they jumbled her to the side. Your body's still straight, but you can still move. God, I wish we had a video feed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, like, the way you're, <laughs> you're describing it with your body is the best. Um, 
But yeah, it's just interesting. No, it's that's just super, super interesting. Yeah. Right. It's Nine also weeks. really interesting just to think back at a time where it, that would be so scary because you really don't have any medical explanations for things like this, you know, like. Well, or if think, you do, they're not well widespread enough. Well, for and you. like the fact that we still have like medical anomalies now with the sheer amount of like knowledge that knowledge we, have, that we yeah. have and cross communication of stuff. And like we still have cases where it's like, well, we don't really know what happened there. So to think of something like this, where she was just like really well preserved and at a time right. where they could maybe talk to like one or two other people about this, like, yeah, their minds would be blown. Right. And the super I mean, obviously, like the whole idea of like no scientist even until now has been able to. It's also, you know, that's also because no scientist now is able to look at what her body looked like back then and know all those things, right? Like well, yeah. they're going off of the records of someone who, who lived in the 18, then, yeah. in 1892. Um, but still, it's just really interesting to think about because it's just like, I don't know. It, to me, it's like the it's the idea of how um, embedded in our culture, like crazy supernatural lore is, but yes. also how. Um, yeah, the weirdness of her body in general, the weirdness of how not decayed. Well, just like if you're opening up a casket expecting to find a vampire that. Like, that's what you would see. That is the closest thing other than her getting up and going, I want to suck your blood. Like yeah, that is the right. best thing that could have happened for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. What do you think about vampires? No. None. Not ever. I'm sure there's human beings out there who like to... Who believe that they're vampires. I yeah. also am sure there's people who like to suck people's blood. There are. In New Orleans, there's like active like groups. Yeah, like uh, sure. What's it called? Like Yahoo groups. Great, I'm sure. Because there's a, <laughs> there's groups of everything mm -hmm. that you can imagine. But I don't think that there's people who die and then come back as vampires. After being bit by a vampire. But you read the Twilight series though, so. I loved it when I was 15. Like, obsessed. What an embarrassment. Hey, I was a 15-year-old girl. And in... The 2000s. Sad. It's just what was happening at the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't believe in vampires, although I think stuff like this would definitely perpetuate like the stories. Like, oh, it's yeah. crazy. I couldn't I, mean, I really couldn't imagine like you're exhuming your daughter, like one of the worst things you could probably ever do. And then it's like, holy crap, she's a vampire, you know, because that dude went to his grave thinking his daughter was a vampire. Oh, yeah. And she killed all of his. Could you imagine putting yourself also, in those shoes? Though the other interesting thing is the fact that like his daughter and wife died first. She was the third to die. So what happened before that? You know? Yeah. And plus, you would think that the vampire would be the one like Edwin, the one living. No, that was the whole point. Back then, they believed it was the deceased. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But it, like in my mind, it would have yeah, been. It would have been Jacqueline or the mom. Yeah. But, you know, to be fair, I don't think like. But they were bones. So I don't think always logic and. War God, imagine if the well. mom was the one that was like perfectly fine, like a decade later. Oh, that oh, would be man. terrifying. We'd be sitting here like, yeah, she's a vampire. Yeah, straight up. That's a, that's a vampire. <laughs> uh, weird. OK, cool. Yeah, good story. Thanks. So let's take a break for some ads. Enjoy that. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm one of the hosts of Massive Late Fee. Do you remember Blockbuster? Well, we do, and we racked up a lot of late fees there. That's why we're glad there's things like Netflix, Hulu, and Blockbuster has died, mostly because of us. We cover streaming shows and pretty much whatever we want. Join us every Thursday as we talk TV and movies on Massive Late Fee. You can find us at Massive Late Fee on Twitter, Massive Late Fee on Facebook. You can email the show at Massive Late Fee at G 
gmail.com, and you can find us at MySpace Massive Late Fee. Massive Late Fee, the best podcast we can think of. So this week, like I said, I'm going to be talking about the Mandela Effect. So let's start with this, Rach. I know I've talked to you about this. What do you know about the Mandela Effect? Um, I know that it's like, it's kind of, I don't know the right words to describe it. It's where a large group of people believe something is one way. And then in actuality, it is a different way. Yeah. So like a, a group false memory. Yes. Um, yeah. But, okay. but like not group as in like. A tight knit group, no, like, like group as in like people just, spread across the globe. Yeah, yeah, a large amount of people. Exactly. So the Mandela effect got its name from whenever the internet came around, and uh, Nelson Mandela like was still alive because mm-hmm. that was a thing that he did. Um, a lot of people on the internet were like, "Wait, what that was is a, what was a thing that he did living?" living. Yeah, a oh. lot of people on the internet were like, "That's a thing he shouldn't be doing." We thought he died in prison, right? Oh, got it. Yeah, and so like a lot of the people on the internet were like, "No, no, no, that dude died in prison, like in his prison stay, and then he became like a, a hero." Because it's actually death. really funny because that's only the one I I always thought he was alive. Right until he wasn't, and yeah, then the right. dude. But I never believed with the he sign died. Language in, at oh his, my gosh! I at can't. his funeral. If you guys don't know what we're talking the about, the most ballsy mofo that has ever lived. <laughs> yeah, at the real Nelson Mandela funeral, a dude like pretended to be a sign language interpreter not for television. Like, come on, people. Yeah, you probably do. Anyway, um, the memes. The memes alone. Yeah, it was is pathetic. But anyway, so a lot of people, whenever he actually died, and prior to that, were like, "No, no chance. This dude's been dead." Uh, they even remember things about his funeral, uh, not a sign language dude pretending to know, uh, but other things and stuff like that. And so this kind of grew and it was named the Mandela effect. Right. So if you believe that Nelson Mandela died while in prison, that's one. Here's another one. So uh, Wait, ask me questions about these. Well, but you just saw that video. I know, so, you but know, I'll, this I'll say what oh, I actually yeah. thought before. So did you think it was Berenstain Bears or Berenstain Bears? It was the Berenstain Bears. You knew that one? I had books. I watched the show. I like it was a big part of my childhood. So I had I lots was, of them. I thought it was Berenstain. I mean, not Berenstain. Yeah, me too. Berenstain Bears. But it's Berenstain. That makes no sense in my brain, like, which is really weird, too, because like I owned the books. If you look at the font type, like I at first was like, well, it's just because the font type like, no, it's clearly an A very clearly. Oh, yeah. Even it's to obvious. a kid. Like it's clearly. So if you thought it was Berenstein, it is Berenstain Bears. Uh, so go ahead and which Google is, that one. Which is nonsense. Yeah. And it blew my mind, too. So here's one my sister always talked about. She goes, hey, do you remember that? No, me too. I did this, too. And Yeah, Rachel. Mm-hmm. And now that I told Becky about the Mandela effect, she's like, no, I don't think I ever thought that. But she did. I guarantee she did. So we'll see what she has to say about it. But um so you remember a movie in like the late 90s, early where 2000s. Sinbad was a genie. Where Sinbad was a genie, right? Yes, totally. There was a movie where Shaq was a genie. Right. But everyone, And there was a, a movie where Sinbad was like the advisor of the kid that were, lived in the White House. Right. But a lot of people distinctly remember Sinbad being a genie. They even remember the poster. A lot of people on the internet can describe the same exact poster. And it's not a poster from the Shaq movie. It's not... A poster from any other movie, but it is a Sinbad genie poster movie thing. And Sinbad himself was like, I don't know what people are up about. (laughs) Like, I've never, never even close to been a genie. Which is so funny because that's like the most famous Sinbad has ever been in a fake movie that we all talk about. No, legitimately. So if you and if you remember or think any of these things, uh, you know, reach out to us and post a picture of, you know, how your mind's been blown of like what it was and stuff like that. But this is one of the more interesting ones to like bring up at uh, parties and stuff. But yes, it was called Shazam to a lot of people. 
A lot of people remember that. Isn't that what the wait? Isn't that what the the new DC movie is? No, no. Isn't that what? What's the the Shaq one? Shaq one called? I don't think it's Shazam. Hang on, Kazam was the crazy, Shaq one. Because I yeah, I was sure it was Shazam too. Yeah. I remember. Like I remember watching. See, that and that's movie. the thing too. If people were like, "Oh, it was Kazam," and it was Sinbad. And then I was like, no, it was Shaq. Then that would be different. The but weirdest thing to me. Everybody remembers Shazam and it was Sinbad. Two scenes in that movie that I Everyone remembers specifically scenes, yes. remember. And I can't like, I almost feel like I need to watch that stupid Kazam movie just because I need to know if See that if it was actually that. was that or if I really made it yeah. up. So if you Google it, people remember these scenes from Shazam, the movie. They remember certain things. They remember the poster. Um, it's a bunch of different stuff. But yeah, very, very interesting. Okay. Next one. And this one blew my mind because I had no idea that this was even a thing. There are people that swear that the United States has 52 or 51 states. What? Yeah. So if you think that the United States has 52 or 51, any number other than 50. That's just bad counting. And you're not from the annex, like the annexing times. <laughs> like, then I don't know what to say. I think what it is, probably they're inclu- including like Guam and stuff. Or do, are there people who think we have 50 states and then plus... Hawaii, Hawaii and Alaska. and Alaska, right? Fifty continental. I don't know, but there's a large contingent that think yeah, that, that this just is a feels like, effect. like lazy county. This is, sounds like misinformation. There's another one that uh, a lot of people remember: Mother Teresa's canonization into the Catholic Church in the '90s by John Paul II, being specifically the Pope to have done it. Uh, but she actually wasn't canonized until 2016. Uh, and, oh wow! And it wasn't John Paul II that did it. So if you remember her canonization, you're wrong. Apparently, also. How does the song We Are the Champions end? No time for losers because we are oh, oh yeah, the, the champions, champions of the world. That's not real, though. <laughs> but that's not real. But yes. That doesn't happen. So the of the world blew a lot of people's minds. I got mind. really mad at him about this one. And I made him listen to it and I felt like an idiot when yes, it didn't happen. So the official recording has no of the world. A lot of people remember it being on the official Maybe recording. Maybe he like said it one time at a concert at or a something. At a concert. So people think that. And then also the fact that like kids have always done it. Um, but still, a lot of people could swear that it was uh, in the actual recording. All right. This one just got you today when you were watching me research this. I don't know. Sex in the city or sex and the city. I always thought it was sex in because she's having sex in, in the, the city, city. But it's, right. sex it's sex and, and the, the city. city. Um, I had like zero brain cells devoted to the show. So I, yeah, I never watched it. I but... heard both and I was like, uh, could be either. No idea. But yes, it is sex and the city. Um, this one, this one definitely had me. Uh, so Jif brand peanut butter. I thought that was a rebranding of Jiffy brand peanut butter. Right? No, you're not part of that. No. So there never was a Jiffy brand peanut butter. I never. I didn't know. I didn't think there oh, was. A one. lot of people do, including me, and I. I can even remember the label. I thought it was Jiffy, and then just recently they were like Jif. We're cool. Rebrand. Well, maybe, but to be like, my parents always used Jif. Like I've always used Jif. So yeah, like so in my, we. well, I get that. So like to me, there I was never. I can't think of another brand of peanut butter oh, other than like off brand. brand. There's a <laughs> Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Yeah, there's Peter Pan peanut butter. Look it up. I, I know there is. My mom used to use that one too. Well, fine. Anyway, Jif. Um, okay, and then one very common one, which this one I think is just straight up. When you're quoting a movie, you want to provide it some context, but the line is not "Luke, I'm your father." It's, it's no, no, I am your father. I am your father, and it's because uh, Luke had a line before that. But like when people were leaving the movie theater and they're like, "Oh, I can't believe it, Luke, I am your father." Like that just makes sense, and so like culturally, like 
everybody saying that for time and all eternity also makes sense. The part that gets me as far as the Mandela effect part of it, though, is never once when I watched those movies until after I heard about the Mandela effect, mm-hmm. did I notice it in the movie? No, I didn't either. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you hear it. I'm not saying a word. I'm listening to the dang line. And in my head, I still heard Luke. I am your father. That's the part that kind of gets me. Yeah. Like I understand the machinations. I get you're just so you're just so in dark. Like you're just so believing it's so in your head. It's Luke that you don't even listen for it. Right. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so like watching the movie multiple times, e- even in my late teens and like into adulthood, I never noticed it was no I am your father, though. So that's the part that gets me. Um. OK. C-3PO. What color is he? Gold. Except for. Oh, no. I'm going to get this wrong. I don't know. You don't know, right? A lot of people don't know. So in the new movie, he had a red arm, right? You remember that? Yes. Okay. So some people are like, what the heck's that about? And it was a play back on the fact that he had a silver leg in the original movies. Oh, I watched those recently. I should know that. So one thing I always say about this is I think it was just crappy film. And the fact that he was like in sand all the time, it's really hard to say that he had a silver leg. Like even knowing that he had a silver leg, it's hard to see it. But... The interesting, the Mandela effect side of things is that a lot of people like knew it for sure. And then like a lot of the memorabilia and stuff never mentioned his silver leg. And like a lot of people's memories were that he never had a silver leg. Oh, yeah. And so like, but you do, you have a lot of like pictures and posters and stuff like that where he doesn't have a silver leg. But yes, canonically, he has a silver leg. So people have kind of equated that one to Mandela effect. I think it's just lazy toy making, but that's fine. Um... All right, Tank Man. Remember that? Tiananmen Square. Um, The dude standing in front of that line of tanks. It's a very famous photo. Won a lot of awards. I think I know what you're talking about. He's like holding a grocery bag. He's like standing in front of the line of tanks. When was it? I mean, it was like we were young. Hang on one second. You don't know that photo? Nope. Okay, weird. So Rachel has a Mandela effect of not knowing one of the most famous photographs in the entire world. <laughs> but anyway, so Tank Man from Tiananmen Square. If you Google it, I guarantee you guys would probably remember the photo. Um, a lot of people have a vivid and visceral memory of this dude getting run over. Um, I think that's, again, just it was a tense situation and their mind kind of went to the worst. Uh, but yeah, that's a very like a lot of people swear like to the grave that they saw this guy die uh, standing in front of these tanks. But of course, that never happened. Hmm. Uh, okay, my baloney has a first name. It's O S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's M E Y E R. M E Y E R. No, it's M A Y E R. M A Y E R. It's my like M A, not M E. You're right. I to until 15 minutes ago thought it was M E Y E R as well. Um, I don't remember how I used to sing it. Now I used to sing it M E Y E R, and in my head, the branding does not look right with an A. That's more Ugh, important to like me. It's like messing with me now. Like, it's like I, can, I, don't, <laughs> I can't decide which one's right. Yes. So it is M-A-Y-E-R. And if that blows your mind, it blew mine. So that's one of the ones I had as well. All right. Monopoly Man. What does he have? Are you trying to ask me if he has a monocle or not? Yes. He does not. He does not. But a lot of people believe he does, right? He does. And I think yeah. it's because of Mr. Peanut. Right. Well, and it's also just like what he looks like. Yeah. Like he, he looks, just looks like, like he a should, dude have, that a should have a monocle. Yeah. But yes, he never had a monocle, but people swear by it. Um, this is one that, that got me too. Did Pikachu used to have a black tail in the nineties? Like a black tip on his tail. Yeah. Yeah. 
He didn't. He never did. So oh, we talked about this. I remember yeah. this. That, so like, blows me my mind. and a lot of 90s kids, including Rachel, think that he had a black tip on his tail, uh, but he never did. And we always assumed that it was just that rebranding, like when he got less fat, you know, yeah. um, that they took away the black Which tip. Which I miss. I love fat Pikachu. And in fact, a lot of people even have like the black tip on like their own childhood drawings and stuff. But nope, never had it. Huh. Never had a black tip. So no effect. A um, couple more. This one I know you know, but it's mirror, mirror on the wall, right? No, but it's not. It's magic mirror on the wall. Always was, always has been. I feel like with those kind, um, are you going to talk about the Mr. Rogers one or not? Yep. Okay. So with that one and the one you're about to say, or going to say eventually, I feel like those are hard because it's like, okay, like I watched Snow White like one time. I hated that movie. Right. I never liked it. And so from then on, it was what other people but said. People said yes. About that movie. And the same thing with Mr. Rogers. So like I never watched Mr. Rogers. Like I was not a PBS child. I was a spoiled Nickelodeon and Disney child. Um, and so because of that, I didn't, I literally have never watched an episode of Mr. Rogers in my life. And so the song from Mr. Rogers for me is just from what, what other, other people saying, have said. Right? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and do that one now. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, right? No, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Which also isn't fair, I think, because being a mom of children, I'm pretty sure in Daniel Tiger, he says in the neighborhood. It, he does. He so does that not was one say that in this neighborhood. But I heard about this prior to Daniel Tiger, and I actually think Daniel Tiger is a freaking evidence of the Mandela effect because they, they say thought, it. Yeah, yes, and they're their a PBS. Channel, I'm right. like, well, unless we're getting Mandela twice, like we should check them. Listen, but, okay, let's do one it. second. I've heard Sterling sing this song, and I've sung it so many times, I feel like it has to be right. Mm, see? The, not this. Yeah, it's the. Yeah, so Daniel Tiger himself says it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> Which apparently Daniel Tiger is the, the authority, authority here. On whether or not there's a paranormal although, effect. Also, although the man wears no pants. Exactly. Um, another one, and this one got me pop, pop culturally, but not in reference to the movie, because I think I've only seen the movie once. Um, but one of the most famous lines from uh, one of the Hannibal Lecter movies, Hello Clarice, right? Everyone knows that line. Mm -hmm. Never happened. He just said good morning. Oh, really? Yeah, which isn't even close. I, yeah, I've never seen those movies either. But um, I can, I, I have once or twice maybe, and I can picture him saying it and it creeping people out, right? Nope. Never I feel like it. I've heard like sound by like when people posted like yep. little mini versions of it yep huh. but no never even happened so weird. weird okay so now let's talk about what the theories behind the mandela effect are so let's start with the practical one the one i believe which is just that these are common misconceptions that a large group of people happen to share happen to share right um where it's mandela's Time in prison was heavily covered, and then the natural culmination to such a horrible thing would be the dude dying, right? So a bunch of people thought he died whenever they just, in fact, probably just fell off of well, the news, Well, all it takes right? is a few people saying right. Mandela died in prison for right. the more people and more people, the giant telephone right. thing, right? Well, and then with Mandela only being, like, a small part of their actual, actual like, lives, really, right? Like, you know, it would just kind of end with whatever misconception, well, I mean, misconception like, they had. When did he go to prison? I feel like it was like it was before like in I the was born. In the nineties, I'm pretty sure, but it was it was a long time ago. So like my whole life, Nelson Mandela was in prison. <laughs> I said it's a long time ago. Some people are going to be like, you, "You guys are babies." We're the worst. I know. He was sentenced to prison in 1962 and was there for 27 years. Oh my gosh! So till 89. So we were prior to very our, wrong. Yeah, we were. Well, no, no, no. I like I knew him getting out. And like all that was quote in the 90s. It was 89, like right there. Okay, so never mind. He was out my whole life. Yeah, but uh, yeah, never mind. 
Okay. So anyway, um, so yeah, I think that one. Uh, I think Luke, I'm your father again, is just trying to provide context when I think making something a quote. else that happens with that one, and same as like beautiful day in the neighborhood, same as um, this neighborhood. No, I'm saying no. I said it that way on purpose. Um, things like that. I think people sometimes we change things in our head to make it sound better because no, I am your father doesn't have the same kind of like weight behind it that Luke, I am your father does, and I'm not saying someone did it on purpose. I'm saying it was like this moment where he was telling Luke he is his father. And so that's why they like did that. And same as like, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And this neighborhood sounds kind of dumb. It's just awkward. Yeah, like, it doesn't, doesn't sound as good. Or magic mirror compared to mirror, mirror, mirror. mirror. Right. Yeah. And so I well, think it's well, actually magic mirror makes a lot more sense. It so. makes more sense, but I still think mirror, mirror sounds better. Why? I don't we know. We never just, address well, something no, it twice. Makes it sa- not about dressing. It makes it sound more lyrical. I guess. Which in, in Disney movies, especially back then, most things were lyrical. I guess. I think one thing that to me is just like it. Yeah. Like we do something that makes, I mean, how many times, and this has nothing to do with the paranormal, right? But how many times have you been singing a song since you were like eight years old? And then you finally look up the lyrics and you're like, Oh, that's what they've been saying. I challenge you to look up the lyrics of Mr. Brightside and tell me you've said every lyric. Yeah. And and I still don't get it. No, I'm still confused. I'm still like, I've been singing that wrong my whole life. And guess what? I'm taking that to the grave too. I'm still going to sing it wrong. Right. Um, But yeah, like there are a lot of things like, uh, like that, that, that we do and we carry with us. Um, Berenstain versus Berenstein. I think Berenstain just sounds bad. Well, for me, I went to a Jewish school, so anything Stein or Steen just made more sense to me. So, like, I would would probably brush right over it. So that was something. Well, another thing I think about Berenstein Bears is my, like, I didn't have my books first. Um, My brother did, and my mom used to read them to me before I could read. And so for me, that was like a like. She called them the Berenstein Bears. And right. so then I called them the Berenstein Bears. So I never took time to like read really what it actually it, yeah. said or anything because that was more of like a given to me kind yep. of thing. Pikachu with a black tip. I mean, it doesn't help that a lot of my interactions with Pikachu was on a Game Boy. So when he was all pixelated and tiny. Right. So a bunch of these things. OK, so that's all the real stuff. Now let's talk about some of the other ideas. Right. Um, the paranormal ideas. Uh, one of them being that... Hey, hold on, hold on. Is one that there's a different universe where there is a Sinbad movie? Yeah, so... I love that. Right. Or that Kazam was Shazam with Sinbad, not Shaq, and that was an alternate universe, right? I love that. So let's... This is where it kind of gets hot and heavy, right? Multiverse theory, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that. There's a lot of different versions of it. So some of it is, you know, there's just an infinite number of universes where any... Since it's infinite... Literally everything about the universe could be exactly the same, except my pinky toe fell off on March 3rd instead of March 1st, 4th, right? Or pinky toenail or whatever, you know, like a very, and it's only mine. Everything else, literally every other event in this parallel universe is exactly the same, but I stubbed my toe the next day instead of the previous, right? I just, I'm sorry, you got me on your pinky toe just fell off. <laughs> like what would have to happen in your life? I meant to say toenail life? and I don't know why What I would have there. to happen in your life for you to wake up and it just blop? What? what? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, th- yeah, I mean, that th- like in- infinite universes means literally like everything happens is for one small thing. Like I drive a red car instead of a blue car. That's it. Right. So with that happening, then there would be there by necessity would have to be a universe where the movie is Shazam and it's in bad instead of Shaq. Right. Mm-hmm. And then these things kind of cross over. So the crossover is where people kind of get like hippie right with it you know for instance like certain people 
just had a crossover event like in a dream or whatever right and so these and then like it happened with a bunch of people or whatever um sounds good <laughs> but it doesn't work. doesn't work i don't <laughs> i don't think it's legit um so multiverse theory is something like it's interesting it's a fun thing to think about um but until we have like any evidence at all i just don't see the practicality of it well, um, i'm like what i don't want to understand how all of us would suddenly believe that shazam happened when kazam did when it like, would all of us get a glimpse into this other well, that's universe? The, but that's the part that throws people off, though, is what Sinbad is such a particular person. Like, if you said it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and not Shaq in Kazam, that's a whole different, like, well, cognitive or, or leap. Or if you said someone else who was super famous at the time, right? Because, like, Sinbad, although, if you want, I guess you could say the he height. But of, he wasn't on the like spectrum of Shaq. you could say the yeah. height of his career was the 90s, but right. the height of his career was about as tall as Sterling. So, like... Compared to Shaq, Shaq, who in the 90s was was God. his yeah. right. He was everybody he was taking over I mean, for Michael I literally Jordan. didn't yeah. watch basketball and I knew exactly who Shaq was right. always. And so like that idea to me is interesting because it's like Sinbad was nobody. Like when yes. I think about Sinbad. Well, and the other part is so this this whole Sinbad thing is like generationally between your age and Becky's age, like those two ages of people, which, by the way, is a, it's like 28 to 30. Right. It's only two years. But like me and like a lot of my classmates, only our oldest siblings talked about this. Because like I didn't hear. No, I I didn't know about this. I remember watching it. I remember like I remember so much about it. I'm sure Trent. Nothing, you know, or because it was a 90s movie. Right. Like it was. Yeah, but Trent knows all the 90s movies. Right. But like I wonder if it wouldn't have been like his time. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the weird part. That is the part that gets me is these are so specific. I just think what happens is because something else that I think about is if more of these had happened more recently, like it was from movies around now and we that would make more sense because we're all on the Internet. And so for us to connect to other people around the world and agree on something that may have not actually happened makes a lot more sense because one person talks about it and then it rolls and it rolls and it rolls. And it's so easy for me to have contact with someone in a completely different country because we're on the internet together. You know what I mean? Like, well, like where memes will actually mess up a line in a movie. Same. Yeah. And then you, right. you think and that you that's watch how the happened. meme and then some yeah. guy who lives all the way in Australia watches the meme and then some guy who lives in, yeah. you know, well, for these Japan things that happen watches the meme, that well, kind of thing. For instance, like the, the middle schooler thing that uh, Marilyn Manson had a couple ribs removed so Why he could suck his own, thing? you know, dick. Uh, yeah, that was a thing that was in every middle school. I, I was in school in Leander, Texas, and you were in school in Las, Las Vegas, Vegas, Nevada. Nevada. And simultaneously, and yet, we all believe this that. weird rumor that he was just like, I have and no idea. And that's so that interesting happened. to me because at the time, information was so much less plentiful. The first viral video literally was around that time, and it was a VHS being handed around in a backpack. Like, that's how bad information share was. Yeah, right. I mean, my I didn't own a cell phone, and the first time I did, it was it had no internet. Right. It had no camera. I went on the internet once. Huge regret. Oh yeah. Oh, I got in so much trouble. <laughs> right. I was like, what was this? Massive, massive regret. And I spent that whole time cancel, 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 cancel. cancel, cancel. cancel. Yeah, and it, it froze up. My Nokia like started a nuclear war with a third world country. It was insane. Yeah. So. I don't like that's those where the weird I get ones. confused with that. Like, yeah. how did me and someone who lives halfway across the country or the world agree on Sinbad? Well, it's like it's the, being it's in the same movie. thing as like the, the circle game, right? Uh, you make a circle with your hand, oh put gosh. it below your waist. If Made someone look. looks, yeah, you smack and them, then right? you punch them. Yep. The, the, this was tracked back down to one dude in Ohio. But how the hell did it become such a thing? And I remember it so like at work because we're a bunch of children, we still do this, right? And one of my coworkers did it. I was like, I haven't seen that since third grade, you know? And he was like, oh yeah, we still do it. It's and third uh, grade. 
well, okay, seventh grade, sixth grade, whatever. And then it started in third grade. Like that's how yeah. young young we are. But like one of my buddies who's like, you know, 50 something, uh, and he coworker, he did it. And I was like, really? Y'all's generation? Like I had higher hopes for you. He goes, you guys think you were the only one stupid enough to do that? I was like, no, I just had higher like expectations for you guys. Right. But they'd been doing it like forever ago. And these are these things that like, I just don't know how they happen. But yeah. So well, cause, like, I think of like, um, like nursery rhymes and things like that. And obviously those came from our parents, right? right. Like your mom sang to you, the Rock of My Baby song. And so you knew the Rock of My Baby song and then you sing it to your kids and blah, blah, blah. That stuff makes sense. But like my mom did not tell me that Marilyn Manson took out his ribs so he could suck his own dick. Like that's not a thing. So who told me that first and how did they know? And how did they know? Like in the 90s. Well, in such a short window, Marilyn Manson's not like Michael Jordan. I mean, uh, Michael Jordan, Michael uh, Jackson. Jackson, right. Like he's not at that level of fame like does Marilyn Manson even he doesn't even make music anymore right and he hasn't for I, like I a think long he time he just well, took a picture with Taylor Swift and that was big news not like mainstream <laughs> yeah but anyway so um yeah and some of these are just so so out there um and again yeah the lack of or like fruit loops do, do you remember it being spelled fruit like a real fruit or or so, something no else? it's f-r-o-o-t right it is f-r-o-o-t yeah. but a lot of people swear that, that one to me makes more sense though because you just in your brain you would fix it to the right spelling right i agree but i'm just saying like those ones make sense shazam with sinbad is a lot on a different less, level yeah, yeah makes a lot of sense that one's probably the biggest the most compelling one to oh me. it's the one that on the internet has pretty much the most other than people distinctly remembering mandela um, and then the canonization of uh, like these big events mm-hmm. um, and also like other funerals where they swear the person died at a different time. Uh, but yeah, the Sinbad one really has some of the most sticking power. Anyway, so if any of those blew your mind, let us know. Or Reach out to us. if you have a us. different one that oh, we yeah, haven't heard of. Yeah, if you have of. a different one that you think would, we'll share it on all of our social media um, and stuff like that. So please feel free to share, reach out. This was a more of just kind of a fun one. Um, and if you think you have a reason why this would happen other than multiverse theory or parallel universes crossing or something like that, let us know. Uh, but this has been another episode of Skeptical Skeptics. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Reach out to us for anything at all at any time. We love to talk to you guys and we'll see you next week. Bye. So I want to take a moment to talk about PodCoin. It's a new app that's out there that actually pays you to listen to podcasts, which considering you're listening to our podcast, I would think maybe you're interested in this. Um, for every 10 minutes that you listen to it, you're going to get something called a PodCoin, which you can use to rack up uh, gift cards or stuff for charity. So like we do calories for dogs or like dog food as Rachel so adamantly wants me to call it, but they count it in calories. And so dadgummit, we've donated like 9,000 calories to pups. Um, it's pretty great. So no other podcast app lets you do that. So check it out. Podcoin use our promo code skep skep S K E P S K E P all caps, no spaces, and you'll get 300 free pod coins, uh, for your session with Podcoin.